Welcome to Redefining the Good Life, the podcast that calls BS on the rat race of modern life and helps you finally have the courage to go after your dreams. I'm your host, Aishan Karaduman, aka The Omnivorist. I'm a life coach and functional nutritional therapy practitioner. Using a blend of mindset tools and ancestral nutrition, as well as understanding just what it means to be human today, I'm here to help you change the trajectory of your life. Another future is possible, my friend. Welcome on board. Hello, my friend. Welcome back to another episode of Redefining the Good Life. I hope you are doing wonderful. I did not get to wake up very early this morning, so my family is up and about. If you do hear some noise in the background, that's what's going on. But I think you will forgive me for that. (laughs) So today I want to talk to you about a sneaky thing that our brains do that stops us from developing healthy habits over the long term. And it's what I call the all or nothing attitude. It's something that trips up a lot of people, especially when you're trying to go it alone. So according to this thinking, unless you can do something perfectly, it's not worth doing it at all. And here's how it applies to habit change. So let's say you have a goal. Now this could be anything. It could be around health, like starting to eat better. You know, maybe you've noticed that the weight has been creeping up a little bit and you'd love to fit comfortably into your clothes again before having to go shopping for bigger clothes. Or it could be realizing your dream of finishing your novel at last. You know, you have visions of being in the same ranks as some of your favorite authors, going to book signings and making a difference in people's lives the world over. But here's where things go a little awry. When we focus on, you know, that one big splashy moment of having what we want, and, you know, maybe that is a good thing too, right? That is necessary. And and oftentimes that is enough to get us started. But what we misunderstand is that most worthwhile goals in life are not about those singular spectacular moments, but they're more about showing up consistently over a long period of time. And now this is where things can easily go wrong because, you know, we're messy humans. There's lots that can go wrong on an everyday basis. So for example, let's say that you have promised to yourself that you're going to stop eating sugar. Starting today, this morning, (laughs) that's what you have decided to do. But then as soon as you have a slip up, you call it quits completely. And maybe you tell yourself you'll start again the next day and do a perfect job then. And then, of course, eating all the things in the meantime. And the problem is tomorrow somehow turns out to be just like today. So it is never perfect and this pattern just keeps repeating over and over and over again and sometimes for years. But you know, the worst thing about this actually is, it's not the tighter jeans. It's not that you're not bringing your art to meet the world. It's that you lose your trust in you. And it doesn't feel good to not have your own back. You know, to say that you will do something, to promise something to yourself and not do it. This is painful. And guess what numbs the pain? 
Yeah? More food, more scrolling, more alcohol, more losing yourself in busy work so you're not getting to the real work of your life. But what I want to tell you today is that there is a way out of this vicious cycle. And it starts by, number one, recognizing that there is nothing uniquely wrong with you, that you just have a human brain. And number two, basically understanding how our brains work so that we can actually kind of outsmart them. And today I'm going to explain you exactly how this all works, okay? Now, we all have the best intentions, right? We want to eat better. We want to be more peaceful parents. We want to go after our goals in life with confidence. But the problem is most of us misunderstand what it really truly takes to change our behavior and our habits over the long haul. We have this idea that there is this perfect way to do things, you know, and then you try to do it and then it's not perfect and then you just give up. It's all or nothing. So you think to yourself, okay, tomorrow I'll start over and do it perfectly. And again, (laughs) the problem is that tomorrow is going to be exactly like today. So unless you solve for what's going on today, you're just meant to keep repeating yourself. And chances are you've had this pattern for a while. Am I right? It doesn't get better tomorrow. Also, we already know that, but we pretend not to know. First of all, the idea of perfection is a big fat lie. Perfect does not exist in the human world. It doesn't exist today, and it most certainly won't magically appear tomorrow. So the real question is, how do you solve for today? First, by recognizing this one truth. Our thoughts create our results in life. Our thoughts create our outcomes. Our thoughts create what actually ends up happening. So we're looking at what thoughts are creating the the current um, cycle that you're in. So when you have the thought, unless it's perfect, it's not worth it, that is creating the result of you eating mindlessly all day and feeling really shitty about it. Because here's the thing, your brain right now thinks that you ate mindlessly all day because you're somehow a bad person, you lack willpower, you can't handle yourself around food, and other such lovely stories. And of course, I'm giving this food as an example. I mean, you can plug this into anything you're trying to achieve with your life. But now, and this is where it gets really mind-blowing, you're mindlessly eating all day because you had the thought, unless it's perfect, it's not worth it. That thought itself is the problem and nothing else. Okay, I'm going to say it again. That thought or thoughts like this one are the problem, nothing else. That thought is what you solve for, not anything else about your character flaws, for example. And why do you have that thought? It's because you have a human brain. We all have these kinds of thoughts, but they're not actually helpful. They're kind of like garbage thoughts, actually. The problem is nobody teaches us that our thoughts create our results. And not only that, that our thoughts are optional. We're not taught this stuff, right? And we should be. So how do you solve for this? You solve for it by not believing your brain when it says that. So you might go, huh, interesting. It's not worth it unless it's perfect. Really? 
Is that really true, brain? What if we tried looking at it differently today? So let's say you had that mindless cookie or two or three. And then as soon as you did that, you were like, oops, shit. (laughs) Now, this is where you get to pay really close attention. You are actually at a crossroads right at this point. You realized I'd made this promise to myself today not to be eating any more sugar, and yet I just messed it up. I wanted to be eating mindfully all day. I wanted to carefully consider every single bite I would put into my body, and yet I messed up. Now, right here, right in this moment, you have a choice. Now, the one that your brain loves going to is, unless it's perfect, it's not worth it, so F it, let's just eat all the pastries and sugar today. Bring it on. We messed up, right? Might as well continue going down this road. So that's the choice you are used to making, that you've been making for a very long time. So it's going to feel very easy, very real, very legitimate. It's going to feel like the only sensible thing to do. That's your automatic thinking, okay? But you do have another choice. And now this is going to be deliberate. Now you can actually start retraining your brain, redirect your brain when it wants to say it's not worth it. Then you can think, huh, I just noticed that I ate mindlessly. That is something I sometimes do. And I noticed what I just did. Sometimes I don't notice at all. This time I noticed. Hmm, good job brain for noticing that. Now, the first step toward lasting change is self-awareness. And guess what? You just got awareness around this. So, congratulations. Again, this is the first indispensable step toward change. And so what if you said, huh, I just wolfed those cookies down without even thinking about it. Now, how did that happen? First, you feel proud that you noticed. And secondly, and this is my favorite emotion with my clients, is curiosity. Huh, I wonder what was going through my mind when I got that cookie in my hands. Because first of all, we think we're not even thinking, right? Like, oh, it was just in my mouth before I even knew what was happening. We're not, we think we're not thinking, but we're just on autopilot. So these are thoughts that we have thought for so long that are so familiar that they don't even hit the radar of conscious thought. They don't even register, but they are still there. So you have to figure out what that was. So maybe it was something like, ooh, that looks good, or I deserve a break, or, oh, just one little cookie doesn't count. So what happened there? What were you thinking that made it possible for you to eat mindlessly, as opposed to asking yourself whether your body needed that at that moment? And then, again, this is very important, and then after identifying the thought or thoughts that led you to that behavior, then you can decide that for the rest of that day, you will make an effort to become aware of your thoughts and behaviors around food, that you will try to be onto your brain before you actually put a cookie in your mouth. And maybe you will, and maybe you won't. But as long as you're committed to learning from each experience, that is what will move the needle forward. And If you're feeling proud, if you're feeling curious, you're going to get productive and creative and resourceful, and you're actually going to start to truly change your brain and your patterns. And this is, by the way, 
exactly what we mean by rewiring your brain. Now, doing these little thought interventions is exactly what changes your wiring. Again, perfection doesn't exist. The way toward our goals is really through these little micro-adjustments all day, every day. These little things that we do. And, you know, as opposed to the way you're used to doing things, which is, you know, when you say it's all over, I messed up, I'm a loser, I'm a bad person, you know, telling that kind of story is just going to create more of the same that you've had for years and years and years. You just keep eating all the things, always say you're going to start tomorrow, and then there's this magical tomorrow land that somehow never comes. So this is the key. And Again, it has to be about believable thoughts, right? You don't have to all of a sudden be like, I'm so good at this. I just kick ass, you know? It just has to be like barely believable to allow you to feel that minimum emotion to take the right action. So it could just be something like, I am learning how to trust myself. Something like that thought is so much likelier to get you where you want to go. So, you don't trust yourself currently, maybe, or until now you haven't, but it's all because of this pattern of thinking, okay? It is not because of, you know, it is not because you are a weak person or that you don't have enough willpower. It's just that, you know, again, like we're just not taught this stuff when we're growing up, that this is the way our brains work. And so when you think, I noticed and I'm proud of that and I look forward to the rest of my day when I may notice it earlier, maybe even before taking this kind of action, then you will feel so much more empowered about that. And this is stuff that we all deal with, right? And that's the other thing. Your brain also lies to you there. It makes you think that you're uniquely messed up. You're uniquely, like you're the only one not getting it. You're uniquely weak. <laughs> but no, so many of us struggle with this, right? You are not alone, right? And we've definitely got you. The, so next time you notice this kind of thing happening, observe where it takes you. If your thinking is causing you to eat mindlessly all day long, or not making your exercise a reliable part of your routine, or you realize it's been four weeks since you've opened that Word doc that you know, you've been working on, make sure to be onto your brain, don't let this all-or-nothing attitude sabotage your efforts to reach your goals. Don't let self-loathing masquerade as having high standards for yourself. This is a flawed way of thinking that will make you stay in place for years. Our brains are sneaky, but when you learn its ways, you can totally outsmart it, okay? I really hope this has been helpful. I would love to hear about your own experiences when it comes to perfectionism or all or nothing thinking. So make sure to come into our Facebook group, Redefining the Good Life Community, and tell us all about it. I can't wait to speak to you next time. Have a great day, my friend. 